Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Thank you. I'd like to take care of some housekeeping, as they say. Um, welcome to our site. Uh, for those that are new to us, we ask that you would like, subscribe, and share. And for those who would like to also support us financially, we have some links where you can support us financially and uh, be a part of our family, if you will. If you need to uh, speak to me, just send me an email and I will gladly return your requests. So thank you again. And I do appreciate it. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are continuing our study about the soul of mankind. We are actually going uh, to study the entirety of who we are because the scripture tells us that we ought to present our uh, spirit, soul, and body blameless before the Lord. And so we need to understand that we are a spirit with a soul and we have a body. And each one uh, of us, each part of us, God has um, plans. He put plans in place to, to buy us back the totality of his creation. And so we have the ability to worship God in spirit and in truth because he has done some things in order for us to get there. Be um, It would be something for him to require that and do not uh, have a way by which we can worship him in spirit and in truth. And so God is not a foolish God. He is a just and he is all wisdom. And he has provided for you and I so that we can learn who we are and we can then uh, walk as sons of God on this planet. So we started looking at the fact that man is a spirit and a man is a soul and man has a body. And as we are looking at that, we saw from our initial studies that the spirit of man was created due to the breath of God. And when the breath of God leaves the man, we know that there's a separation that takes place where the spirit returns back to God and the soul of the man, because the scripture tells us that when God breathed life into the creation, 
that man became a speaking soul. And that is the gift by which God has given to all of us. And the speaking soul lives in this body. And so when we, when the spirit of man leaves and we turn back to the, um, to the source for those that don't know God as Father, I know him as Father, when it goes to back to our Father, the soul of mankind goes to a different location. Jesus said to the thief, he said, today the, uh, you will be with me in paradise. We know that Jesus Christ um, said to us while he was on the cross, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And we know again that his soul went to hell, preached, uh, not hell, went to uh, paradise, preached to all of those that were, uh, in other words, for that, Abraham's bosom. He preached that he was the Messiah, the Savior of our soul. And as he began to preach, he tells us, the Bible tells us, that he began to take a few things from Satan, took the uh, keys of death and hell and all of these different things, and then he gives it to us. So when we're looking at the Word of God, our soul man have dominion over all of the works of the enemy. Our spirit, the Bible tells us that he is brand new when one becomes born again, and this is why I keep telling people that you must be born again because there is no other mechanism on the planet by which you can deal with the specific things that needs to be addressed in order for us to be returned to God except for that which was established by God through Jesus Christ because we know that we are all here to fulfill the will of the Father. And so um, Jesus Christ taught us how to pray. Um, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God's will is what you and I are called to live and to fulfill so that when we present before him, he will say, uh, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We are going to be faithful then to the will of the Father. Okay? So we are going to continue looking at the soul. And I said it's going to be a while. We're going to stay here. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 7, And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, the spirit, and man became a living soul. We saw that Zechariah 12. Uh, one, also these are scriptures that we have been talking about. It says that and uh, the spirit of man was formed within him um, by God in Zechariah 12. One, and we are told in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 that we ought to present ourselves um, whole before God, complete, without blame. And that whole means our spirit, soul, and body. And so it tells us that in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 45, so also it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. And we knew that from Genesis chapter uh, 2, verses 7. And we are told that this Jesus Christ, the last Adam, became a life-giving spirit. So this is the new contract or the new um, the new uh, covenant that God has created on the planet uh, is that Jesus Christ now, he is the firstborn of this spirit, uh, the life-giving spirit, and you and I are following in his footsteps, if you will. And so this is why we need to be born again. So we're going to look into the soul of man. Ezekiel said in uh, 18.4, it says, Behold, 
all souls are mine. The soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine. The soul who sin will die. So we know as we are studying, we see that man, when we became corrupt, when God said to Adam, if you touch this, you shall surely die. And man died. What part all of man? Spirit, soul, and body. And so when this spirit, uh, uh, all of these aspects of us become corrupted, we, uh, the Bible tells us that we are God's, uh, the apple of his eye, and that he cares for us so much and that he loves us, that he wanted to find a way by which he can bring us back to him because Jesus said I was connected to him, he connected to me, we are one. And the scripture says that those who are born again, we are connected through uh, the Holy Spirit, to Jesus, to the Father, and we are all one. So when man died, he broke that connectedness. The spirit of man became corrupt. The soul part of man became corrupt. So what we're going to look at today is the, the corruptness of this soul and what God did as a result. It says the, sure, the, sin who soul, the soul who sin will die. Jeremiah 17, 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond pure. And the heart is interchangeable with the soul. So we could say the soul is deceitful um, above all things and beyond pure. So this soul of yours and mine, in, that, um, in its corruptness, it is uh, extremely corrupt because there are some things that we're going to look at and see what comes out of the soul uh, because of corruption. So here we go. We continue to read the scripture. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond pure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind. So we um, initially we talked that the mind, the soul, comprise of the mind, the will, and the emotion of the individual. And so we are going to look at all aspects of that, but I just wanted to lay some foundation and show you that the soul of man, the state of the soul of man, apart from being born again. And it tells us that the heart, um, as it says, search the heart, God search the hearts in uh, the mind to reward each person according to their conduct. And that is what we are called karma, God says to um, the forward, he will be forward. To the prudent, he will be prudent. And this is where uh, karma, the law of karma, has set in place. And that's why we see that God is not not whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. So let's take a look at Genesis chapter 6, verses 5, and we'll start getting some insights into this part of man or the um, the soul of mankind, Genesis 6, 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of, of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. So we see God, uh, the, the, um, as man began to uh, destroy himself, as sin walked into his life, man began to uh, become more deprived and depraved. And we see that correlation coming and happening in the Word of God, Genesis 2. This is Genesis 6, and man is a mess. 
Now, Genesis 6, there's a lot of things happening there that the Bible does not um, cover, but other books have covered those things. And those books were taken out by the, um, the fathers of Western Christianity, the book of Enoch, uh, the book of uh, Yasher, the book of, of Jubilees. And in those books, it gives us some more detail as to what was happening in Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6, the Bible just mentions about the sons of God seeing uh, the, the daughters of men, beautiful and, and so forth. This was the introduction of the Nephilims were here. Where first, the Bible tells us, and, and uh, the book of Enoch goes into detail about the Nephilims, who they were, um, they gave them names, the Anunnaki's were that uh, 200 angels that uh, that came on the earth and they ruled the earth at the, uh, the people, uh, science and religion and theology, all those out there, they call them the sky people. The sky people were angels that came down, 200 of them that came in impregnate women and they got the sons and those guys began to wreak havoc upon the earth. And so man's condition at that time, it tells us, then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. So let's take a look in Matthew chapter 16 and we're going to see what the condition of these uh, of this heart was when God was dealing with at the time. Matthew 16 26. For what is man, what is man's profited? Is he, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall he, a man, gain in exchange for his soul? Let me read something else earlier than that. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I want to get to the scripture that talks about uh, Matthew 15, verses 19. I apologize for that. We'll get to that in a short while. But we are looking at the condition of this man and to see what he looked like because the Bible tells us a brief glimpse, as we said before, within Genesis chapter 6. And Matthew fifteen nineteen says, For out of the heart comes evil thoughts. And so we see then that in uh, there's a correlation between Genesis 6, 5 because the Lord saw that wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of the thoughts. So we see then that the thoughts of man became corrupted. And uh, that is why Jesus, God said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. But God's thoughts at one point in time, man's thoughts and, and, and God's thoughts were the same, but after the fall, it was severed, and that separation it means that man shall surely die. So we see then that the soul is in a bad state, if you will, as well of uh, uh, as a result of this fall. And out of the thoughts of the soul comes murder, comes adultery, sexual immor immorality, theft false witness, slander. So these are some of the things that are coming out of this man's soul that 
this living soul or the speaking soul that this man turned into after the fall, after the entrance of disobedience of God's word. And that's what I'm saying to you guys while we're here on this planet. There's two different types of life that one can have on this planet. Those lives are considering uh, are one that worship God in spirit and in truth, the one that lives in obedience to God, and those that are living in disobedience to God. That is the only two people, because it says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it tells us that, as we begin to study this, that all souls are mine. Um, everybody. God owns everyone. So these guys that are thinking that they're bad, not understanding that they're fulfilling the will of the Father on this planet. So you and I are all called to live by choice. I choose to live under the will of the Father and be protected by Him because it tells me that if I do that, He will fight my battle. He will guide me in all things. He will. Uh, so I, I choose that over anything else. And so we see then that um, this soul of man is corrupted as dictated in Genesis chapter 6 verses 5. It is corrupted and it's bringing forth fruit, fruit and the fruit of those that corrupted soul through the thoughts. All of the things that will travel and cause you and I to behave is uh, through our thoughts. That is the first entrance by which it comes in. And so the Bible now is making us aware as to the condition of this soul of mankind. That is why I say to you guys, Jesus, now you can understand when you are beginning to study spirit, soul, and body, now you can understand why Jesus said, no man comes to the Father. There is no other religion on this planet that you and that mankind can come up with that can fix that, can uh, uh, fix man's soul, man's spirit. Uh, none, there's none, um, except for the one that the Creator has put together through Jesus Christ, because the Bible tells us that this plan was implemented before the foundation of the earth, because God knew that man was going to disobey his word. And because God had implemented this, we can come up, with any kind of religion, I don't care what you come up with, in any culture, because man has that spirit inside of him, and that spirit is hungering for spiritual stuff, and so he will come up with stuff because man is a spirit. And But it tells us that apart from God, all you are is corrupt. Corrupt to the core, meaning your soul is corrupt, meaning that your spirit is corrupt, meaning your body is corrupt. And when God comes, Jesus comes, he redeems all of it, the spirit, soul, and body. And if, um, you know that uh, in, in, um, Romans, it'll tell you about the body, the other um, parts of the body. And we're going to study all of those things. And so we are looking now at what man looks like. And it tells us in Matthew 16, 28. So now we're going to, I mean, at um, Matthew 15, 19. Now we're going to read Matthew 16, 26. For what is a man profited, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? That creature that he became a speaking soul. And God is asking the question, about, and the question will always be asked, 
What is it? Is it the money that you're changing? What can you exchange for your soul? What is it that you think that you have valuable? Your works? You think your works is going to be the price by which you can pay your soul? I doubt that. Um, because the scripture tells us it's, it's going to be done by faith, not by works. And God, God is not impressed by your money. He's not impressed by all your works. That's beautiful, but he's not impressed. And so most people think that they are impressing God by doing all these wonderful things. But he said, there is something about you. It tells us that this spirit or this soul of man, the heart, the main aspect of who you are outside of Jesus Christ is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. The only cure, who can understand it? The only cure for this heart outside um, on this planet is God's word, because that's that's the only thing that can do it. It says, the question is asked, well, what shall I profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? And so I'm asking you that question. What is it that you think that you can do? Because the scripture says in Ecclesiastic, Ezekiel, sorry, uh, 18.20, the soul who sin shall die. And so it doesn't matter who you think you are and what religion you're a part of. The soul who sin shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteous of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. And that is what karma is all about. God looks at you and I based on how we look at each other, how we look at him, how we treat each other. He says, you judge not according um, uh, he said, judge righteous judgment, because he said, if you judge, I'll judge you. If you, whatever you do, the reciprocalness of that is set up. That is what we are calling, and other people call it karma, because God set it up, and he is going to judge us according to our conduct set up in Jeremiah 17, 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond pure. Who can understand it? If he says, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind, and we're going to break in on all of this stuff, to reward each person according to their conduct. So, karma, you and I will rest and die with it because God set it up that way, and it's going to be that way. So, what we're going to do is begin to look. I just wanted to see you guys that, um, uh, to show you the condition of man's heart. Uh, for the Bible tells us in Romans 10.10, 10, for with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That is the cure for that uh, evil heart of mankind. You cannot only get that through Jesus Christ. It says, let me explain another scripture I'll show you, Romans 8, 7. Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile against God, that mind is the soul because the soul that is set on the flesh, and that's why we said yesterday, the battle for you is who controls the soul, controls the man. Whether your spirit, whether your, your flesh, who controls the soul, controls the man. And so it says, because the mind of the flesh, the flesh has its own mind, and the mind of the flesh is hostile towards God. For it 
does not subject itself to the law of God or to the word of God, for it is not even able to do so. So you cannot, with all your religious belief and works, cannot get to God the Father unless through Jesus Christ. Because it tells us, because the mind or the soul of the flesh is hostile against God, so your flesh is in control of your soul, and you may be doing all the penance in the world, and you may be doing all of the giving in the world, you may be doing all the, the praying and, and whatever you're doing in the world. It means nothing because he said, you are going to have to come before the Father and he's going to say something. This phrase, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And then he said to, to the people, many will say to me in that day, Lord, 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 did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not do all these wonderful works? Did we not pray for hours every 12 hours a day, one hour a day we fast? Didn't we do all of these things in your name and, and, and for your kingdom? He's going to look at them and says, depart from me because I don't know you. Why? Because you never came through the door. I am the door. And if he is the door, then he is going to know who is going to be, who's going through those doors. And so he is going to be that one that will be your judge. He says, I don't know you. And why? Because you have been trying to get to God through religion and not through the way by which God has set up to redeem your soul from sin. So we're going to continue this, but I wanted to show you guys the, the condition of the heart of mankind. And the Bible tells us uh, in Job chapter 33, verses 28, and I'm going to leave it, and it is that he has redeemed my soul from going to the pit, and my life shall see the light. Who? Only God can do that. Only God can redeem your soul. There's a price that was paid for your soul through the, uh, the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, he has redeemed my soul from going to the pit. And we talked about that, that when, man's, uh, when man dies, his spirit goes back to God. His soul will go to a destination based on his decision in this life. And if you have rebelled against God, you are going to the pit. That's all I can say. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. You walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.